Our month-long hiatus is over, and I have a good guest. Stay tuned. You are tuned in to Black Hollywood Lives, breaking into... Do you recognize this theme? <laughs> What's going on? I had to play this. If you guys watched that show, it was just a, all of a sudden it would, it would come on, it would be like a blurry a word, <laughs> then it came closer, then it went away. Hi, you guys, it's Breaking Into, and I'm back. Great. And I'm black. Yeah. <laughs> We're hey. both. I'm here. Hey. And I'm glad to be here, you guys. And um, I, the, thanks for being so kind this whole month. You know, I was off touring my books that I have out there, my wares, selling my wares to the public across the country. And I had a fan event in Ohio. Thanks, hi to the Hardys in Ohio. They gave me a great time when I was there. But I am back. I love doing this show. And I'm here with a really good guest. That was the Lost theme. Some of you guys who used to watch ABC's controversial show, Lost, this person was on it, then he was off it, then he was on it again. And we have questions about that. But you also, you may know him also from, from the part, from the dance duo, this pop dance, rap, R&B, hip hop duo, MKTO. Yeah. And of course, he's in a new movie with Academy Award winning. We can say this for a chick. I love it. Woo. Catherine Bigelow's new film, Detroit, which has everybody in it. Go like on, everybody Catherine. is in it. Yeah, man. Malcolm David Kelly. How you doing? How you doing, James? How are you? I'm all right. You have now. a great you? smile. Oh, you have, you have, you have, you have it. You have it. That's right, kids. You have it. I'm glad to be here. Thank you for having me, man. My pleasure. Follow us on 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 um, YouTube and iTunes under Black Hollywood Lives and Breaking Into. I have 85 episodes on there, so we're getting to 100. I'm so excited. We're about to get to 100. Follow up, y'all. Yeah, that's right. Uh-huh. We're gonna get there. And also um, follow us on the Facebook page. It's called Breaking Into. Um, yeah, he's yeah. So okay, first of all, so Lost, oh, yeah. which is a show that. Inspires ire, inspires <laughs> smiles. Inspires. I mean, it's one of those shows that it was a huge. You were on a huge hit. Yeah, it was. It was pretty big, and I mean, doing the pilot and not even knowing if we we're going to get picked up. And, uh, you know, just being in Hawaii and working with everybody, really becoming a family and then getting that call about the first season and then just watching what it spiraled into. And, you know, just just the longevity of the show has been amazing, man. It really grow. And I was the only kid on that show yes. so working with all the adults, learning so much and J.J. Abrams. And, you know, it was just it was a great opportunity, man. I enjoyed it. You, I mean, I was thinking about this because we were talking about Detroit a little later. Yeah, yeah. But you've worked with some really great ensembles. It's been, yeah, it's been crazy to, uh, just to, to see where, you know, fate, you know, puts me and, you know, the certain auditions I get and, you know, um, just things that come my way and things that happen to work out, man. I've, it's been a blessing to me, you know, just like you said, The Lost was a great cast and Detroit is a great cast mm-hmm. with some young, up-and-coming great yes. actors and some, some vets in there with Anthony Mackie and, yes. you know. John um, Boyega, of course, John Boyega, from, from of course. Star Wars. Yeah, yes. yeah, you know, well, but, you know, we've all worked, but, yeah. you know, we're all still Young and still coming mm-hmm. up, and uh, just getting the opportunity to work with Catherine Bigelow. She yeah. was, she was amazing. But yeah, we're gonna talk about that a little later. Yeah, of we'll get on it. But we'll it's, it's, it's been so interesting that you've worked with like two, two great ensembles with two great leaders. Like you said, J.J. Abrams, Catherine Bigelow. I mean, you like, I mean, talk about being blessed, and I don't believe in luck. There's no such thing as luck. <laughs> but you've been lucky. Nah, yeah, <laughs> I mean, I've been, like, I've yeah. been lucky, man. We we've talked about that. I mean, even Denzel Washington and Antoine. Yes, Fischer, oh, um, but yes, that too. Yes, you know, uh, that was a movie. He uh, his first movie he ever directed, directed and yes. he played in that. And watching that even open my eyes and inspired me to this day and you know I'm gonna start directing eventually some Good. stuff I'm working on in the pipeline but yeah man so just learning from everybody I get to work with has just been a blessing to, to did you know who Denzel was like did you know who he was or were you just young were you too young did I know who he like, was like, yeah like, I know who he was like, I mean like, like, did you, like did you know the weight of like that's like I'm trying to get to the point like <laughs> he's Denzel to, yeah he was, he was Denzel. Academy Award winning Denzel like he's an actor but he's directing but like 
you were young, did like did you get that this guy, or did you get it later? Kind of like I worked with Denzel Washington. No, I mean I I knew the magnitude of, of Denzel okay. Washington. Good word, that's the yeah, word. Yeah, yeah, I knew it at the, when it was happening, man. And just watching him as a director is really when I had another level of respect for him, like how serious he was about his craft and being in the audition rooms and you know actually working with me one on one. You know he didn't have to do that. Some directors don't do that, but he was just so serious about the project. And yeah, just getting to watch him and study him was amazing. So. Shout out Denzel. Yes. Please, Denzel. Come talk to me. Um, We're going to show a clip that someone put together. Okay. And it actually makes me kind of laugh, but it's it's just like a minute or so. Let's take a look up there. Lost in five seconds. That music again. That was a great intro. Like, it's like, it totally set the tone of the show. I gotta go find my kid. Hey, hey, if Walt shows up, tell him I said stay right here until I get back. <laughs> you got it. Walt! 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 He's always yelling for you. <laughs> Walt! Walt! Walt and... Walt. Walt! Walt! You gave my boy a knife. Walt knows his own mind. Walt! Walt! <laughs> I'm coming for Walt! I'm getting my son back! Oh, that's what you get by the car. My son. I catch you with my son again. I'll kill you. Okay. What? You're a jerk. Vincent! 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 Oh, the others took you. That was a good thing. Hey, Walt! Hey, Walt! Dad! Walt! Come on! Dad! Walt! 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 I'm a. I'm your father. Huh? Okay. <laughs> I love that. The person put together. I love that. That's dope. Okay, Shout you got out to the person that put that together. Well, first of all, you got to work with Hera Perrineau, who I loved on Oz, first yes, of all. Yeah, um, Best man. I mean, he was your dad. Yeah, yeah. He was great. You know, the, 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 the work with him so much. Just learned so much from Hera Perrineau. You know, he was, he was a great person, man. He was just so awesome. And, uh, yeah, he was like my, my pops, man. He's like one of my pops. He's but also, okay so, okay, so you went away, and he came back all grown, grown up. <laughs> yeah, can't find the other. But also, you were t- you totally had that growth spurt. It was right. like so funny. Well, yeah, I was playing a younger role, you know, a younger character, and you know that 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 growth spurt happened, and it was you could tell, you know, it was a rap, so uh, it was funny. Though. It was like I said, time. your balls dropped. Obviously, you had your voice, <laughs> had the braces yeah, on. The braces are on. I was just like, who is this guy? It's my kind of Tim. It was yeah, like crazy. Yeah. You also got to work with Terry Quinn. Ter- yeah, Terry O'Quinn. Um, yeah, he was awesome, man. Showing me how to throw a knife. I mean, not. Nah. Did you really? But, uh, did real life with that? Did, did you, did you throw nah, that was real life. You know, we, they had us practicing. And I was oh, working wow. with a you know a professional, and uh, you know I was sticking it a couple of times. I was actually getting pretty good, and wow. it was fun. We had a couple of scary moments. I remember it bounced back one time, <gasps> almost 
almost hit me. So it can be a Ooh. little dangerous, but but it was a good time. It was a good experience. And, and, Terry, Jorge, and Jorge Garcia. Jorge Garcia. You know, um, Matthew Fox, yes. Dominic Monaghan, yes. you know, Evangeline Lilly. I mean, we were all like a big, big family. Daniel Day Kim, you know, yeah. growing close with, you know, his kids and watching them grow up. And, yeah. You know, just being on the island, you know, we're all just trapped away on yeah. the island. That's how we really became close. So you got a chance because you were the only kid on the cast, but you, right. but some people had their families there, obviously, right, they were right. there shooting. You yeah. sat there for like, what, eight months out of the year or something like that? Yeah, it was that eight, eight, nine months out of the year, um, and I had my grandma with me at one point. You know, okay. my mom and dad, you know, I had the family come down. Oh, good. I actually had a guardian down there with me because my mom and dad were still working while I was, you know, out there working too. So, yeah. but, uh, but it was beautiful, though. It was, a, it was a lovely experience. Did you have to go to school on set too and everything? Yeah, yeah, okay. I was homeschooled, but, you know, Hawaii is like, like my second home, and I can go back there. I got family there. You that's know, so funny. So yeah, that's very cool. And you had the dog. I had the dog with me. You know, I had, I had a dog, man. I had a Dalmatian growing up, so I've always loved dogs. Yeah. And then having another dog on set, I get yeah. to play with all day. I said, that's a kid's dream, you know. Okay, so. I think, okay, I have to ask you because <laughs> I ask everybody, every lost over like people yeah. I get to meet, I have to ask this. Uh-huh. How did you feel about the ending? And because it's funny, because I I thought it was kind of cool My, myself. I on the record I've said. So they were all dead in the first place. It was kind of a thing. They all come together in the, in the church, and they all go right, together. Right. I thought it was kind of cute. I knew who hated it, of course. <laughs> but I'm always curious people who are on the show, like, what, what the thoughts were. What you I mean, you know, the show was crazy in itself, you know, <laughs> hence, the, hence the title. Yes. But, uh, you know, so it was hard for me to try to keep up after I was gone. Yeah. You know, it was just a lot going on. But, the, but I thought the ending was good, and there was so much to cover anyway. Yeah. Like, how are you going to, you know, the show was throwing so much at you at one yes. time, and the yes. answer all of that is... It was impossible. Yeah. So, so I, I agree. I, I like the ending. Okay. I'm not mad at it. See, I'm not mad at it. See, like the ending. <laughs> yeah. Um, so okay, I was saying off camera, we're both Tauruses. Yeah, man. You're May 12th Taurus, and May 10th. Taurus gang, Taurus gang. Like, but we're May Tauruses. Yeah. We're yeah. real Tauruses too, because right. we're in the middle of the sign. Yep. yep. That's right. Um, and I would say being a Taurus, I, I, I believe in astrology somewhat. I mean, I'm okay. not heavily into it, but I believe in it somewhat. And some of the things they say about us is that we can multitask. Which makes sense. We're going to talk about more of your career, different kinds right. of careers you have, but that. also that we are very steadfast and we're very just. We just we go through. We just we're we're in it. Yeah. So it, yeah. you've been in this game now for I mean, how long now? You, you say it's, uh, it's probably almost about twenty years. Wow. So then, so then you, but so you're in, so are so at this point in your life, are you in it? Yeah, I, I'm. I'm in, out still. I'm, I'm in it. I'm in it. Um, but you know, I definitely at a pivotal age. You know, like being eighteen, nineteen. You know, I, I started working on the music, and you know that kind of spiraled off into, you know, you know meeting one of my good friends and meeting going yes. to Columbia Records, getting signed and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So you know, I kind of stepped away from acting a little bit, and uh, but you know, I had the blessing to be able to jump back, jump back into it and get projects like these. And you know, I'm in it though. I'm definitely in it. Yeah, you're in it. Yeah, yeah. In it. You're from Bellflower. Yeah, Bellflower. I know Bellflower, and yeah, I was, okay. was telling like, because I have friends from Downing. Okay, yeah, Downing, Long there. Beach. If people, yes. people don't know, it's right next. And to I always Beach. forget. I, and, and I was talking my mic because I have a friend of mine was like because I, I grew up I was in Inglewood and everything, mm-hmm, and so mm-hmm. it was all South LA, but yeah. like. You really are South Central because over there you're close to Compton. Yeah, yeah, it's right by Compton. I was just over there for the Fourth of <coughs> July. My grandma's house, you know, she stays over there. My dad's from there, but uh, yeah, man, that's all home for me. Long Beach, Belfast. So, what, I mean, so what? What is your family like? Because we get to know you a little bit when you come back because because you're probably just one of the kids, right? I mean, they don't, yeah, they don't treat you any yeah. differently. No, I'm one. Of, I'm one of the kids, you know. Um, but but it's a beautiful thing to be able to. 
uh, know my little cousins, you know, look up to me and, uh, you know, uh, you know, are, are dreaming big. And, you know, I just want them to I encourage them to do whatever they want to do. So that's just really one of the big things for me. But, yeah, all my big cousins and, you know, that I grow with, they, they treat me like I'm, you know, like I'm regular. And I think that's one of the blessings that's also kept me so humble in this game, you know, and also doing it for a long time because I know. You know, this business can, you know, can do some crazy things to you. So, you know, oh, but, yes, it's, uh, but it's been good, though. It's been good. It's a good, no, it's a good lesson. Because, <laughs> no, it is a good lesson. You know, I'm glad you're learning that now because we always say kid actors, we know how many of those kind of fall apart. Right, And right. you see very well adjusted. And I think part of it is having a family that treats you, let's say, celebrate your success, of course. Right, yes, definitely. But definitely. treats you like, you're like everybody else. I have, I, have, I have a grandmother who, you know, my awards and trophies are just like everybody else's right, or right. my books, you celebrate someone else's, you know, certificate. Like yeah. it's, it's all kind of, the grandkids are all treated not just like James is a star and yeah, the rest no. of you guys are, you know, you guys are like losers. Right, no, like, no. No, it's, it's completely across the board, loves us all. I think that it's helped me and may just kind of stay, oh, I have grandkids. My grandkids don't give two craps about what I do. <laughs> is Papa Jamie coming to visit us for Christmas? That's all they care about. Yeah, exactly, yeah. I don't care about That's TV, beautiful. you do radio. They don't, know, they don't know what any of that means. <laughs> they don't really care. So-and-so uh, said hi to you on TV. I don't know what that means. Is he a present for me? What's up? No, right, they don't, they don't care. They don't care. <laughs> but it, keeps you, it does keep you humble. Yeah, man. Can, I, you know, they appreciate it. But I think, you know, just, just the love that they have for me and all the support that they have for me as well, Just it just helps me, you know, go and fuels me at the end of the day as well. So, yeah, I just... Mm-hmm. Definitely a great support system. Um, speaking of music, that leads you just you're like helping me on the show. Oh, hey, leads into the music. Uh oh, the music. And I was telling him, I was telling him off camera, guys. As many of you guys know, I have my own song. I have two songs out right now, and mm-hmm. I'm working with producers mm-hmm. on my first album together. Um, and I call it my conscious dance music. Okay. Okay. And uh, I will tag you one of my songs on Twitter yeah, so, you can, so, you can, so you can listen to it. Out. And I'm I'm learning the whole business of writing songs, recording. It's been a lot of fun. Right, it's been right. hard work, a lot of fun. MKTO is a group. It's a duo, which yeah. actually has your initials, you and with your, your part of Tony Aller, or yeah, is it Tony, Oller? Tony Aller. Tony yeah. Aller. What up, Tony? And you guys met a Nickelodeon show called Gigantic? Yeah, it was uh, a Nickelodeon <laughs> show on Team Nick uh, called Gigantic. We did one season. We played best friends, became best friends while That's we were so shooting. Uh, just put music up on YouTube, and, you know, our fans are just, you know, going crazy, like, oh, loving it, and uh, ended up meeting some producers. You never know, you know, who would see your stuff. No, so, you never know. You know, it's just the power of social media these days. Um, so, I mean, we met our producers, ended up, you know, in, like, a label bid, you know, with different labels, ended up getting signed to Columbia Records, and, you know, man, working on a, a, a album, going platinum with the single called Classic, and, you know, just beautiful things were happening, man. Every A dream for both of us, and, uh, you know, something we'll always remember. Okay, so what, okay, how'd you guys, what is it about him that made you guys uh, friends? Um, you think? I mean, you know, we connected, I mean, just so much. We're two young guys, you know, we're having a good time, you know, we're like young bachelors, we're both living in, 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 in North Hollywood, yeah. you know, the Hollywood area, and uh, we both had a love for music, you know, and uh, we both wanted to tell the story. And, um, you know, the fact that, you know, um, a, a big song that inspired us was B.O.B. Airplanes, you know, with, oh, yeah. uh, I forgot the singer on the song, but, but Haley Williams, Haley Williams. Yeah, I'm sorry. Shout out Haley Williams. But just the mesh of that yeah. and uh, just the way we would do songs, that would be the way we did songs together. And that's just how that spiraled. And I mean, now you said that I'm, cause I've been playing your music all yeah. last couple of days. Now that makes sense to me. Yeah. Yeah. Because you guys don't know that was from. it was um, Haley Williams is from the group Paramore, which right. is a rock band. Right. But she'd right. sing the hooks right. to the rap. 
kind of where it was like so it was, it was she kind did of, a feature she did a feature on yeah. BLB song yeah. and uh, you know that just yeah. it, it worked it was a great combination yeah. and um, you know so we just thought why, we, why not put a feature you know with just the rap and the, and the pop and the singing all in one group what was, Gigan- what was Gigantic was that a musical show or no um, was that just a pure it was, it was just a show he sung a little bit it was like it was just like uh, the families living in Hollywood you know oh, type okay. spoof type thing and just okay. the kids and you know Tony's like a musician I'm an actor you know oh okay a, a, you know a, a director you yeah know, Growing up and just having a good time. So. That was sure because you know Nickelodeon and and Disney. Right, 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 right. You, if you could do all three things: sing, dance, <laughs> right, no, sell fragrance, was, whatever, yeah, all at the same time, yeah. it works. Right. That was beautiful. I mean, we were also trying to get our song, you know, in the show. You know, they're oh, also funny. working with us, but um, you know, and we only did one season, so that came to <laughs> yes. an end. But you know, we just started the bigger picture. That's what brought Tony and I together to be able to do some great things, and I think that was awesome. What is one thing he brings to the table that you don't? Um, musically. Uh, just to, you know, we're both, he's from Texas, I'm from Houston, I think it's just a, another way of thinking, you know, and I think when you can get two creative people that come from two different places and, you know, you can just get some, some, some great stuff and you can bounce off of each other, so I think that was the most important thing, and, you know, he's a, he's one hell of a singer, he sings from his soul, I mean, that's, that's my guy right there, you know, I learned yeah. so much from him, so, so I think it was just beautiful to be able to, to, to have those things in, in a group and, and be so diverse, you know, we love all type of music, you know, um, we're, we'd be sharing music, I come from a rap hip-hop background he loves his country and his pop and you know so we'd be sharing yeah. music with each other and, yeah. and growing growing with each other because we, we want to create and we just love to work with people that create so so that's my guy man. and you guys are about the same age and everything so yeah, 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 yeah. So he's like, like a, little, a year older than me but yeah okay folks I, I i've heard i heard the name of course and i heard of them but i didn't really know much and when i started looking at some of their online presence <laughs> I, I think i had to have a drink yeah. um on youtube <laughs> 631,000 followers, oh, subscribers. Man. That's love. Your videos, literally between one and five million views per video. That's, that's love, man. Shout Hello, to, that's man. love. That's like, it's more than love. Shout out the Army. That's I was like, I was like, excuse me. Okay, so there are two songs I can't stop playing. We're going to play the first one. Yeah. Superstitious. Okay. Look at that. You're right, he has a great voice. Yeah. So you look at this, what do you see when you look at this? <laughs> We're having a good time. Yeah, that's what it looks like. <laughs> Trying to get some girls. It's funny, we're in the Uber. Yeah, this whole video is like, you have all kinds of things happening about yeah, the whole video. Yeah. Adding the text in there. Yes. Hey, come on. <laughs> Mike, seriously have it in my iPod right now. I, I hey, can't stop playing it. Work out to it, you know? It's just, it's just the music's good. Everything's good. It's a good vibe, man. It's, it's very good. Vibe. This was a year ago, you guys. This came out. Yeah. But it's so timely. Like, you totally... I appreciate it. So I just want to show that. You have to watch the yeah, rest yeah, of the video. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then the, check that out. Then the check next video, out. you guys, has 84 million views. Oh, man. What I literally, like, my tongue was on the ground. My jaw was on the ground. I mean, I was like, it's, so here we go. It's classic. Hey. Eight of 2013. So good. And they don't make you 
Everybody just named his dad. How sad is that now? Yeah. There's a your name. It's like, dang. So you guys want to show this? This is. I mean, these songs are yeah. really, really good. Yeah, man. It's, it's, it actually it's inspires me. Like, pull it together. It's like, geez. I just want to say shout out to all the people that you know made that happen. All the views and just all the people that. I know. One more time. Eighty-four million <laughs> views shout of this video. Arms, Every man. single eighty-four million That's of you love. people, and I'm now one of them, <laughs> saw this video. Cheese and crackers. That is like that is. Yeah, we Not everybody gets that. Yeah, we would feel the love at the shows, and and and, and uh, it was just a great experience, man, to be able to perform with Taylor Swift and uh, to be able to do that song with her while having us perform in front of sixty thousand people oh at the God. Gillette Stadium. I mean, it was just so great, man. Just watching the way music travels and traveling all over the world, meeting so many great people. So definitely trying to get into music. Outside. And they are on, they are on, they're on, um, on Twitter, and people are still posting things on. You know, yeah, talking yeah, to you go follow there. us. We are MKTO. Okay, so I mean, okay, so I mean, is there a place? that you perform that just was like was poignant for you it was kind of like I've made it kind of was there a place a homecoming or sorry or just a place that you went to or that you like we're in front what was it 6,000 people you're like oh my god in front of all these people I mean I I think that's a moment I never forget you know and and definitely Taylor Swift being who she is and being a fan of the song and and wanting to bring us out and you know almost we we missed the show that we were originally supposed to do and the way she made made sure that she had to make it happen and bring us on the show I mean I think that show I always remember man that's just just a beautiful show but also performing in front of my hometowns and headlining shows and you know when it's great man that's just you know I I felt it I felt it because we know I mean there's 8 million people trying to be singers. Right, right. Definitely. And or rappers and or recording artists. Right. And I'm trying it too. Like, why not? Right. right. Um, but like everybody's, but you guys actually broke through. Mm-hmm. There's something to that. Like you have, like I said, you have, I was joking a little earlier, but you do, you have it. You guys have it. Yeah, and these songs are really well produced and yeah. well done. Thank you, man. We, um, we had a great team. So did you really, so you really get that when you got through, you're like, we got through. Like, yeah. it's like, it's not easy. Especially, yeah. when you're an, especially when you're an actor. Right, right. Trying to cross and, um, over to something else. You know, and Tony and I, that's kind of why we both stepped away from acting a little bit so strong because we really felt that we had to, you know, put the grind in and get the respect to be artists, you know. And, um, you know, because you say a lot of people, some actors, you know, dibble and dabble in the music and vice versa. But, mm-hmm. you know, we just, we, it's something we really loved and we really wanted to show people that we, we were really serious about this craft. And I think we did that, you know, and I think we proved it to ourselves and uh, just the, the fan base we built so organically and uh, how big it's grown and you know it really opened our eyes and you know we're ready to do it again so I'm gonna ask you ready. what the F's going on we, what's we, going on with MK what's going on like, hello <laughs> like I'm waiting for some new music and yeah, I'm like we, what's going to, on we're trying to figure it out man. Okay. you know we're, we're, we're in between you know uh, some things right now but uh, we're definitely gonna have to figure it out soon because it's, it's it's on our minds we gotta get some music out to you guys we gotta get back on MKTO fans so. you, you heard it here yeah we're figuring it out just we're putting all the cameras you heard it because I'm waiting to now I'm waiting too. I'm retweeting you every once in a while. I'm like, okay, hey, come on, Malcolm. Yeah, just check in. <laughs> give, give me, give me a thing because he's on Twitter. They're on Twitter. Everybody's on Twitter. Yeah, so we are MKTO at yes. the real Malcolm. Go ahead. And they have a website and everything. They have a website and all yeah, stuff on there too. Yeah. But no, I mean, no, seriously, music's really good. I'm Thank very, you. I'm very Thank impressed. You. I'm very impressed by the numbers, but I'm actually more impressed just by the music and how you guys really came together to. Cause I know it's not easy. Yeah, easy no, it's do. not. It's not. It was easy a grind. Definitely a grind. Um, now you have you know, a movie called Detroit that's yeah. coming out. It's coming out August fourth, and I'm, we're going to show. Uh, the trailer for that first, Woo. and then let's talk about it. Here in 
Detroit a city of war. On the city's west side, a 150-block area is off limits to everybody. U.S. Army paratroopers, National Guardsmen, state and local police are continuing the fight against a handful of snipers. Hello. Oh, everything is fine. No trouble here. I'll sleep when they stop riding. Hey, fellas, DM going to that grocery store across the street. I come bearing gifts. Thank you. You got any sugar? Don't push it, man. <laughs> it's a war zone out there. They're destroying the city. Whoa, hey, y'all seeing this? Hey, look, we're not too far from the Algiers. Let's just go there until all this blows over. See, I was a part of the story like myself in real life, and now this is going to be really interesting to see. It's like this. Hey, boy, what you doing on my street? Get that gun off me. A what? You shoot it. Oh, man. It's just a start. It just starts racing. Army taking fire. Chest fire, chest fire. Near the Algiers Motel. Hey, y'all, there's a bunch of police outside right now. not be stupid in this situation you need to tell me where the gun Again, is everybody's this movie everybody's this movie tell me exactly what is going on here i need you to survive tonight okay so he gets here we good We're bluffing? We don't bluff. That's what you That's right, kids. So that's coming out August 4th. I know it's August so good. <laughs> May the fourth be with you. Um, okay, so it's funny. Okay, so you know, for me, I I'm old enough to remember some of those things. It's, yeah, it's, you said you knew about part of the story. Yes, I did. So, okay, so there, so it's funny. There were, I mean, there was a lot of different riots that happened in the sixties. Right, the Watts right, riots right, and, right, and there's different right, places in Chicago, definitely. different places. But I knew about the Algiers a little bit. Okay, that okay. was a safe space. All right, okay, for people. I remember mm. that was like a safe space, but then obviously it became something else. Right. Um, how did this project come to you first? How did it come? How did you get involved? Because you um, weren't really acting that much. And yeah, and uh, I mean, you know, that's when I just talk about fate, and you know, just just. Uh, you know, even just following following my gut, you know, even, you know, turning away some projects. And this just came by, you know, just through my managers. And um, luckily I had a callbacks and got to go to the testing. And I remember the testing was at a house in Malibu. And I remember just the audition process and just shooting this movie was unlike no other. I mean, it was called the Untitled Catherine Bigelow Project, <laughs> you know, and I didn't have the actual side from the script, you know, like it was wow. from different movies. Um, I just knew it was going to be a timepiece. And, uh, but, you know, hearing Catherine Bigelow, that's what, you know, I was like, okay, you know, it's, that's enough for me to, you know, put myself in this and want first to do female it. directress first who, female won, director who won the Academy Award, won an Oscar, you know, great, and shout out Catherine Bigelow. Um, so just just getting that, and then, um, you know, so that's that's how kind of how the audition came about, just a regular audition, and then, um, you know, still not having the script until I'm, until I get to to the destination where we're shooting, and um, you know, still not having the whole script, bits and pieces, wow. getting it the day of sometimes, and you know, just the way she shoots, man, is just so amazing. Just looking at the trailer, you're like wrapped. In. Yes, I mean, like, I'm already in. I'm already it's in. like she shoots like a documentary style. Yes. Like sometimes you don't even know where the camera's going to be. She yes. likes 
real and fresh reactions. She doesn't like to rehearse. Oh, you know, okay. there's no marks on the floor. We don't That's know real? where to stand. She like wow. she wants us to just go through it as many times as possible and let the camera find us. And I think that's just one of the great things and and, and keeping it organic and fresh and you know, um, I really love this experience. Did man. you stick close to the stri- script? Was there any ad libbing in there? No, was there, any- there was a there was a lot of improving. Like even okay. the the scene in the room where we're chilling. Um, there was, I mean, sometimes sure, yeah. it, it was it was a lot of improving. I mean, she just she she trusted you as an actor. She gave you the freedom to to uh, to portray these characters, which I think was really important. And uh, you know, helping us get into the vibe. I mean, we felt like we were in the sixties. She had the music playing, and you know, we would go and try to do our homework and just listen to all <laughs> Motown music, yes. and you know, just trying to stay in the vibe man yeah. and uh you know it's really sometimes it was, it was hard to do because we're playing a timepiece where yeah. it's, it's a lot of racism going on and you know being a millennial you know that's something i haven't really had to deal with to a certain level of degree you know what i'm saying so, what did what did it teach you um about that about that yeah it just it just opened my eyes man to uh to know that this happened 50 years ago and you know um a, a lot has changed but we still have a lot more to do because we're looking at our iphones and this is you know we're still seeing you know police brutality and, and just uh just in in just a different protocol which i think needs to be fixed so i think this would just bring conversation and uh to bring a story like this to the light you know i think the people are ready for this and uh it's a part of american history so you know it needs to be told so i'm glad you said that a it's a part of american history because part of american we're on black hollywood live black yeah, yeah. Stuff, but everyone it's culture, should go. but yes. this, this is american history yes you know um this is like you said rebellions were happening all over the place mm-hmm. and you know people just wanted to be heard there was a message that needed to be that needed to get across you know there was so much stress and and you know to the to this is like the last straw you know and just people were at their breaking points and uh you know and that's just you know i've learned so much and just how i look at people and i remember coming off this movie i mean like i said it just put some of us you know it brought us all closer together as a cast you know it's just so much heavy material and 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 you know having this hate in my heart that's that's not there but i have to bring it there for this character um, you know, it can kind of oh, wear yeah. and tear on oh, you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, how'd you guys? How'd you guys relax after? Because you, you had a, a long day of a, just some yeah, heavy scenes. and I mean, shooting like that hallway scene like ten days straight. You oh, know what I'm saying? God. Like, are we not doing it right? You know, this is just Catherine. <laughs> okay. She she's so she knows what she wants, and you know, small details that she mm-hmm. knows what she sees. She goes and looks at the dailies. She knows what she needs to come back and get. So, I mean, it just kept us in the moment. But you know, we would. You know, after we cut and leave set, we would have to go get a drink and yeah, I'm, all I'm go sure. relax. You know, share some smiles and uh, you know just talk about what was going on, and that really just opened our eyes to do a little bit more history and and figure out to just really portray these characters as the best way we could. You know, we had Julie, the real person, there on set. Oh wow. Um, um, so you know, just learning from her and seeing how strong she is, and wanting to do this for her because uh, mm-hmm. in the city of Detroit, I think it's, it's going to be really special. Let's let's okay. So you play Michael Clark. Michael let's Clark. tell people. Let's people give them a synopsis of what the movie's about. The movie's about um, it's about what happened to a group of young people uh, in uh, in the un- civil unrest, you know, in um, in Detroit '67. Um, at the Algiers Motel, so it's a crazy incident, and um, you know they're they're not sure if they're gonna make it home. You know, basically. So I play a character named Michael Clark. You know, he's at the place of the Algiers Motel. Like you said, it's a place to hang out, a place to get away. You know, at a time where the city is, you know, kind of going crazy, and uh, to get a clear mind and just hang out with some good friends and happen to be at the wrong place at the wrong time. You know, and um, it's really unfortunate. And you know, this is just you know, a glimpse of, you know, what actually, you know, happened in that, in that motel. And, uh, you know, you know, I still think about it to this day, but it's a story that, 
I'm glad to be a part of, and uh, I know it's going to be here for um, a long time, you know, because um, it, it's a timepiece and it's something that's going to touch every generation. You know, I think it's going to be beautiful and spark a great conversation. Was Michael Clark a real person to you? He was a real person. So did you, did you I mean? I didn't, I didn't get to meet my character. Um, and Catherine Bigelow, she didn't want us to do too much okay. research, you know, okay. on, on our characters. But, you know, me being a person I am and wanting to know about my character, I did a little research anyway. But um, there wasn't too much. So, you know, that's why I tried to tap into the 60s and just yeah. draw from a real place and, uh, you know, just, just some real places. But It's funny how good. far we've come in some ways. In some ways we haven't. Right. And I just think for myself, I came of age, I was a kid, I was a child of the 70s, came of age in the 80s, you know, the night when I was a adult in the 90s. And it's funny how back then, it was just so, being a black man was so different. It was different. so different. There's so many things that we, to this day, still going on. But, like, there are things you really couldn't do back then. Yeah. And there were situations you couldn't even, we can't even imagine today. Right, right. And I know people, you know, some people that might, well, I, I don't want to give it away. But, no, definitely, definitely. Yeah, I, I, don't, don't get away. But just I, just say in general, as, as black people, we, we were going through stuff. But back then, it was even, it was a it lot, was, it was way it was different. Way worse. Way, way worse. worse. A lot different. Way different. And, uh, like you said, we've came a long way. And we have to, yeah. you know, acknowledge that. But, you know, and also to keep growing and to get better, you know, we have to bring situations like this, you know, to the light, you know, so we can keep moving forward. So, how is it yeah. too? Because I I did a little piece of acting uh-huh, this summer. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna be in a Christmas movie. I'm gonna make a fox. Y'all get ready for that. So oh god, I'm hey. like I'm really scared to see how I look at it. But I play a character named James. Hey. Okay. Uh, very That's just really rough. rough. Actually, I, I play this guy who's a really bad host. I'm actually mean to admit to the main character. <laughs> so they asked me to do this a day before. Okay. So I got my sides. Right. Which are only like three pages. <laughs> stop, stop. And I was like, oh my god, I gotta learn all this. So yeah. And then when we got there, there was also ad-libbing and improv. So what I want to ask you is, because I, okay, I had, so for my case, I had to know the script, I guess, inside and out, mm-hmm. and able to do ad-libbing and improv. So how's it for you? I mean, how's it for you as an actor? Is it harder to like, she goes, okay, let's try it this way. Like, these things, well, do this take, just improv it. This yeah. take, now go back to the script. Like, <laughs> how do you as an actor, I mean, obviously you've done it way longer than I have. Like, how did you do that? I mean, um... And stay true to the character. Yeah, it's, it's just about, uh, you know, um, you know, just knowing the character, first of all, and uh, just, just knowing how they would react. So once you have, you know, uh, a... Um, you've made a choice for, for your characteristics to portray a character. You know, you just tap into those modes. So if he says go off book for a little bit, I mean, you just stay true to the character. But, you know, you still know what the scene context is about a little bit. Okay. So you just have the freedom to play. Or you can just go back to the script. But, you know, sometimes I love, that's that's when an actor gets to play a little bit. You know, So I love that. I love having a curveball thrown at me sometimes. You know, like go off book or go to the script. So, I mean, I love it. I enjoy it. And I think that was a beautiful the thing in this show. You guys. The you know, acting goes to you guys. With Catherine Bigelow, she gave us that freedom to do improv and stay true to the script and um you know like you'll see like will portrait he was ad-libbing a lot of that stuff oh, so wow. i mean you know as we all were so she was just letting us play and like i said she gave us that freedom to actually act so that was one of the best experiences you know being an actor and actually you know feeling true to true to my art form you know it was great wow so that's detroit you guys that's, that's august right. 4th support him he's, he's in this movie and support yeah. History. Um, I asked my guests. We're at that time, which I can't believe I could talk to you forever. This is yeah, like we've it's been a, flying. It's just, it just goes by so fast. It's, good, it's like it just goes by fast. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. You have to come back again. Yeah, definitely. Um, so I asked my guests the same two questions. I never tell them in, in the per- you guys know at home. I never prep them in person. Um, so my first question is: I believe in language, yeah, okay. and you're you're a songwriter, writer, and singer, and, all, and rapper, and all stuff. Yeah. So you understand words. Yeah. What word do you think we should not say anymore in the English language? We should not say anymore in the English language. Mm. Ooh. 
<laughs> I know. I was like, <laughs> ah, so yeah, I didn't prep these. I didn't prep that's this. That's a big one. Um, mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with the uh, hate. You could take hate out. Okay. You know, um, you know, just just to spread more love. You know, and uh, you know, just 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 positive vibes all around. You know, that's what I'm about. So I like that. That's cool. What word do you think we should say more of in English language? Huh. Um. Uh, what should we say more of in the English language? Um, we should say uh, hmm, there's a lot. There's a lot. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but you know, I don't. I don't want to be cliche. But you know, I, I just, you know. Also, I, I think we should use more love, man. We should spread more love and and, and just more knowledge, you know, um, and and more conversation and um, you know, just just coming together. So. Uh, you know, I'm going to have to just go with love, you know, because I well, think know, once you start with love, I think that opens everything up. Here's the thing. Love is underrated, I think, in Definitely. many ways. The word itself, because mm-hmm. now it's been said, it's, it's said, so just like thrown around. Thrown like, around. Anyway. Right. And I had, a, I had a guest come on here once who, her word was lovely. Mm. It was really interesting. It's just like, my time with you was lovely, or this was lovely, or you're lovely. Like, we don't say the word love. It's like, we don't really. That she would say more of would be lovely. Yeah, lovely. lovely. So okay. it's, it's like you that. know, it's of love. So right, that, it's, right. it's like that word. To me, it's not cliche in a way because it's kind of like we don't say it enough we sometimes. Yeah, yeah, we're so right. busy being negative about what we don't like mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. And, and saying hate. People say hate all the time. All, all the I time. hate this. I hate you. I hate it. Quit. Love to me is a word that we should say more of just in our everyday lives. Definitely. So, in all situations. Like, I love this or I love that or I love you. I love me. We should say Great it. Questions. Love those questions. Thank you. I, that's one of my things I like to. I think, cause I think, see, language can propel us forward and language can stop us. Oh. And I always feel like. You know, words can necessarily hurt you sometimes. They can, but words can also bring you further along. Definitely. I mean, because what we speak into the universe. I mean, it's, I, I read the law of attraction. I'm, yes. I'm kind of big on that. So, you know, um, you know. Well, yeah, I, I don't like to speak of negative things. I don't like to, you know, bring that negative energy around me. So, I, yeah, I think words can be very important um, in how you use them. So that's why, you know, I say definitely spread love, man. You know, that's why I'm big on. That. I agree because I always say this: what I do does affect you, and vice versa, whether we know each other or not. Right. Right, I totally believe that. So somebody in Indiana has something going on right now. No, it's going to affect me on some yeah. level. We don't know what it is yet, yeah. but it does. We all have a ripple effects for everything. So I, I totally agree with that. That whole thing too. I do completely agree <laughs> with that. I mean, exactly. you are a lovely person. I uh, thank you, man. You are too, man. Now, what else do you? What else would you like to do? I say speaking of speaking things in existence. Yeah. Would you like to do? Would you like to ever do stage? You know, and I was just talking to a friend, you know, a fellow actor about that. Um, and there was a time I was going to do do a play, but I ended up booking a movie. So I was like, ah. But, um, you know, I definitely want to do stage. I want to do some, some stage work. Uh, like I said, I want to get into directing. Yeah, directing. You know, and uh, I've been writing a little bit. Um, oh, good. So, uh, yeah, I mean, there's the things that's going to be flourishing pretty soon. Make, you can make your own stuff now. Con- nowadays, people yeah. are creating their own content creating, and holding their own de- their destiny. And I'm, you know, I'm watching, you know, Easter Ray. I had the chance to be oh, able man. to do a little guest star on Insecure. Are well. you re- oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so that was fun. I mean, I just her. just to be able to watch her and everything, where she came from, and watch her story. I mean, it's beautiful, man. So, so um, I'm definitely ready. To so I look at her. I look at. I, I mean, look, there's so many creepers, but I just you know. No, no, no. She's no, she's the bomb. She's right. always in South LA. Right. She was she was in Inglewood recently. As I I, I yeah, saw her, I was like, oh, yeah. I guess he's still in Inglewood. Yeah, um, yeah but her and her and Donald Glover with Atlanta. Right, right. People are doing Donald Glover. They're doing some great stuff yeah. they're creating their own content mm-hmm. 
and they're doing great stuff. Even Aziz Ansari, his show is so good. Right. They're really creating. I mean, like, you can do it too. Like, yeah, you can oh, do it it's, too. It's on the way. Get ready, baby. Get ready. Okay. It's just about having the right platform and doing it right. So, you know, I'm just being able to have the blessing to be able to watch these people and, yeah. and use it to my advantage. So, I'm getting ready. Well, thank you very much. Where can they find you on social media and stuff? Yeah, my Twitter and Instagram is at the real Malcolm. Follow up and Snapchat is at the real Malcolm with the extra M on there. And then, uh, yeah, man. So come out at me. I want to give a special um, just condolences to the family of Nelson Ellis, who died yes, yesterday. Yes, totally me. shocked. 39 years old. Yeah. Heart failure. What he did on True Blood is Lafayette is was brave. Right. It was amazing. Uh, he's also done other things. He's also directed. He's done a lot of stuff. And right. so he has some stuff projects coming out still. Yeah, I had a pleasure to be able to work with him uh, last year, actually. And, uh, you know, he was just such a great guy. And That's uh, what I heard. And just such a great guy. And I learned so much from him. And, you know, this is so, so unfortunate. I know, he's just so young. But just like he, he's a brave actor. And he was somebody that I admired very much. So I want to give a shout out to his family and friends who knew yeah. him personally. And you knew him, too. And just the condolences to that. Because yeah, he's, he's part of Black Hollywood. So yeah, that's, that was, that's what he said there. Follow us on our Facebook page, uh, Breaking Into. You follow me at James Lott Jr. And I will see you next time with another new guest. From executives Kevin Undergaro, Dario Christie, Tiana Hobson, and the entire BHL staff, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us. Info at blackhollywoodlive.com. Like us on Facebook. Tweet us or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I am the official voice of Black Hollywood Live, Scipio. Instagram me at KingXOBay. Thanks for tuning in. The views expressed here are those of the host owner and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.